Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 66. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bilal Springer. This week's episode will feature discussions around some of March's popular material on the Forest blog. We'll discuss interior design lighting tips, online education, and marketing ideas for your salon or spa. As always, we top off the show with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and join us weekly for all your salon's business and marketing needs. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, Gillian. How are things? I'm good now. Yeah, yourself? Pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, we're back in the snow again in Montreal. <laughs> we're preparing for a uh, pest from the West. <laughs> so we had a piece from the East there last week or two weeks ago. But um, yeah, which is mad because we're in the second week of March, which yeah. brings us to your blog episode. Yeah, there's quite a few things that have been going on on the blog. There's a bit of chat about GDPR, obviously, um, which is an ongoing thing for salon owners to prepare for May 25th. But apart from that, there have been a few articles that have stood out in terms of the engagement. And one of those was the lighting tips to complement interior design. And um, it's interesting how lighting can actually change either the vibe of your salon or how your retail display stands out or the day-to-day tasks. And there's different types of lighting. I had a look at the blog and I'm not going to lie. What is it? The second two that you're going to talk about, I never even knew that was the right name for them. So you might need to give a bit of context around those. Yeah. Well, so and those there's like mainly three big types of lighting. So there's ambient lighting, which is your kind of primary light switch. You know, when you go into a room, turn on the light, that's kind of like your ambient lighting. So this is obviously something that you need. But then to accentuate certain things or to help, say, for instance, your receptionist at the desk, um, sometimes that lighting isn't like strong enough for you to be able to do all your tasks during the day. So another type of lighting that you'll hear about is task lighting. And essentially that's when, say for instance, your reception desk doesn't have a lot of light or your color station isn't really well lit. You'll have, for instance, a little, um, you can use table lamps, floor lamps, pendant lights, uh, anything that will give that additional light to that little space. So they're kind of like almost like a torch nearly kind of the light is focused on one area as opposed to just open light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when you're like sitting in bed and you have a little light next to your next to your um, next to your bed, that's that's a task lighting, you know, so that would be yeah. something that you would turn on to read a book, for instance, you know. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the ones where I was like, task lighting, what's that? <laughs> yeah. Then the third type is accent lighting. And that essentially is to bring. Um, the way you'd use it in a salon or spa is to bring your customer's attention to something in particular. Now, I'm thinking retail products. I'm thinking any kind of display that you have. You know, is, is there a waiting area where you keep books and magazines? Maybe you'd want to accentuate that. So it'd be kind of like a backlight, is it? You kind of Yeah, give... you could have a backlight, yeah. Sometimes backlights, for especially for products, if it's very, very bright, it'll actually have the opposite effect because it's going to be so bright that the products won't actually stand out yeah so sometimes it's more interesting to have light that goes you know onto the products compared to like if you have it coming at the back of them and do you have like kind of different styles of lights like softness or harshness or anything like that 
Yeah, so obviously light is a very complex thing and uh, there are different colors. So, you know, you've probably noticed yourself sometimes if you go in a hospital, the lights are really, really bright and white. Yeah. And sometimes you'll walk in a room and the light is kind of yellow. It's on the range of a Kelvin scale that it's called. So in terms of your salon, that will change a lot of things, especially, for instance, for anything that you do with color. Think about it. If you decide if if your light is too warm or too cold you're going to see different tones and stuff like that well imagine you do this on on you know you do a full face makeup on someone and they leave your door and because the lighting was so different they get a completely different result as they walk out the door you know yeah so it's something to be careful so there's there's essentially five things to remember when you're when you're playing with lights and um redecorating your salon in terms of lighting so make sure that they flatter and complement your design because that will change quite a lot um you know for a customer walking into the salon lighting is something that can either throw them off or make them feel really comfortable so yeah yeah then thinking about placement so make sure there's no especially for salons and spas like make sure there's no shadows around uh, your stylist and therapist's working area and um, because that's you know, imagine imagine the stylist having to say to the client, oh, sorry, can you move a little bit to the left? Because I can't see because of the shadow. Yeah, you know? it's it, going to keep throwing you, yeah. Yeah, it's no good for anyone. Bulbs, try to try to choose ones that render color accurately. So uh, again, not too yellow, not too white. And there's a thing called color rendering index, which I explained in the blog uh, further. So you'd want to keep that between 80 and 85. But again, just go and read that blog and you'll have a better understanding of what that is. And if you do want to create a, a certain mood, then you could use dim lights, for instance. I love dim lights. Yeah, that works so very good. well. So there's a few more things down there. Um, you know, the impacts of why you should have good lighting on in your salon and spa. I encourage you to go and read that on the Forest blog. So the article is called Top Salon Lighting Tips to Complement Your Interior Design. And that was published very late February, early March. So if we move on to the second one that was very popular and I've seen going around on social already is the 10 alternative online salon courses that will help you grow. So that was essentially a blog that we published about, I want to say two, three years ago already. And I've went through it from A to Z and looked at all the courses that we had listed, refreshed all the list, added way more as well. And um, so there's different things there. So you know how we do the Forest Academy and we have, for instance, a webinar on leadership or a webinar on GDPR and things like these. This blog actually goes into, you know, the, the Udemy, Skillshares, Coursera kind of courses, and they're on different types of subjects that you wouldn't necessarily get through Forest Academy. And are these kind of self-taught courses or kind of like an online university or something? Yeah, that's that's the one. Like it's a bit like a online university with a very, very low fee. Obviously, this is to like develop yourself. So, you know, you could have public speaking, inspirational leadership, uh, writing that sells. So, you know, creating effective messages to promote your brand and products. And there's usually one or two, sometimes even three courses per topic. And I've listed 10 different types of topic. There's even courses on HR and recruitment, social psychology. There's very, like, there's a lot of things in there, design, interior design, photography, anything that can really add to your set of skills and can help grow your business, essentially. 
Yeah, because you want you always want to be learning. But as far as I know, some of these courses they're not even overly expensive either. No, no, no. Some of them are free. Some of them are like I think Coursera charges I think sixty dollars per month. But most of the courses you can do in a month, so it's really not that much. Yeah, cool. So that brings us on then to our last blog, which is the salon marketing opportunities to avail of this coming March, which is March now. So avail avail yeah so well in the uk and ireland last week was mother's day so there was things in there for mother's day but this weekend is saint patrick's day and coming later in the month is easter so there are quite a few things you could do around those holidays i don't know if you have anything off the top of your head but if i if i kick it off let's say even just for saint patty's day the easiest one treat your clients with a with an irish coffee it's always something nice to do it's always very appreciated by clients when when they come in and and you say oh do you want to top it up with a bit of you know a Jameson or anything any kind of whiskey and it's a nice touch in the morning <laughs> in the morning yeah uh, well I I used to yeah, go you. I, I oh, seriously I used to go to a, a salon where during it was especially during the holidays because they didn't really celebrate St Patty's Day but especially during the holidays you'd come in and I'd have appointments at ten or eleven a.m. and I'd get like a little Bailey's coffee or Irish coffee and it's delicious start your day perfectly <laughs> <laughs> puts a smile on your face i'm sure yeah oh yeah definitely <laughs> uh but no other than that you could use the color for saint patty's day and just translate that to something else so for instance you could decide that on saint patty's day weekend um you could give a certain percentage of your sales to a environmental charity or even a non-profit looking for help in your local area to clean up say for instance a beach or something like that yeah, it's pretty good. It's always to always good to think of like local small charities that wouldn't usually get big donation, uh, big funding either. Mm-hmm. Or even like I said, just hands on help. You know, sometimes that's all they need. So there's there's things like that. There's also one there that I put up, and it was uh, the pot of gold promotion. Um, so it was kind of taking inspiration off what David Barnett in the Christmas retail opportunities podcast that we did with him. Uh, took inspiration from that. So you remember, I don't know if you remember that, we were talking about that little wheel of fortune. Yeah, it was a brilliant idea. He has it in a salon and everyone can just spin it around when they want. Exactly, yeah. So if you do that for St. Paddy's Day, you could say there's three level of prizes. For instance, if you spend, I don't know, 50 euros, pounds or dollars, right, you get the level one type of prizes that are, you know, according to how much they've spent because you don't want to over give prize either then clients who spend from 50 to 100 they get the level two prizes and the those who spend 100 and more they get the level three prizes and then you you're that way you're not giving away a massive prize to someone who spent like 20 euros in your salon either but then you can um you can create a list of prizes like that depending on bill spend and just get them to spin the wheel at the end of their treatment and it's a nice thing to do and you know gets it gets people talking definitely you can even share it on social yeah, it's a bit of fun and it's, it's it's engaging too with the chance of reward. Exactly. Yeah. The other thing that I put up there that was actually quite fun to do myself um, was a St. Paddy's Day trivia quiz that you can actually host through social media and draw daily prizes or um, invite like in, invite people to to you know to answer and. If you don't want to do daily prizes, you could say if you answer, I don't know, 10 out of the 13, then you're automatically entered for 
for a draw or something like that. Um, but essentially, you're just kind of asking questions around what is St. Patrick's Day? Like, why do we celebrate that? Yeah. So that was actually quite fun to do. Did you know that St. Paddy's Day's color wasn't actually green before? For a long time, it was blue. No? What made it green? Accidentally, well, from what I'm um, understood, right? Accidentally, I think it was Chicago. They started like there was an there was an accident, and they put like loads of green in a river, and it turned so. And that's oh, kind of God. what kind of started it all. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it was actually blue before. And did you know the hometown I'm from, which is good old Nace in Kildare, was the uh, the showdown for St. Patrick and the Last Slate Snake of Ireland? Are you for real? Yeah. <laughs> So the final showdown happened in Nace, where I'm from. That is so funny. <laughs> that's why we have a snake on our crest. Oh, well, you learn something every yes, day there you now. Go. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Easter. Easter, March 30th to April 2nd this year. So you could host a, you could sponsor an Easter event in your local town. That's kind of the easiest thing if you don't really have the resources or you're too busy to do something in your salon. Uh, so it could be something you know, an Easter event that includes kind of families and stuff, because then you're you're getting the parents to uh, to get that visibility of your salon. You could reward your most loyal clients by sending them a little note uh, with maybe one or two product samples in in the mail. You could create Easter self care baskets. Uh, you know, one way to, to to sell retail is by creating grab and go packages and baskets. I know you're a big fan of those when it comes to to Christmas and stuff. I've heard <laughs> we've discussed this before. <laughs> Yep. creating special Easter treatment packages again often for for uh, stylists and therapists that kind of feel maybe a little um, shy to push you know a different treatment or try to, to get clients to try a new thing treatment packages is a great way to do that because you have this opportunity of saying well you've already tried this why not add this to your your experience next time or something like that you can market it as limited availability rather than limited time only because the way i see it easter is only there for a weekend everybody knows that it's only a limited time whereas if you say limited availability you're putting your marketing into a different angle people will want to get onto it before it runs out yeah um then you could also put a count the egg social media contest so i've seen this before and <laughs> so you know those little bags of like the mini easter eggs or even the cadbury eggs oh i think i know where you're going with this i've seen it with like yeah. coins and jellies yeah, yeah 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 exactly so you put you you buy a few of them and then you put loads of them in like three jars and you ask people on social media take photos put it on on social media on your Instagram or Facebook or wherever you you're you're on whichever platform right and you ask people to try and guess how many eggs are in the jar and the people who get the closest answer or the person who gets the closest answer uh, could get a complimentary treatment of their choosing or something like that you know so it's it's a fun thing to do it gets a lot of engagement every single time i've seen it um it's one of obviously curiosity ones as well yeah. <laughs> yeah but when you do create those jars for the sake of you just just don't forget to count the eggs <laughs> when you do it the first time <laughs> or you could do a facebook live at the end where you count them all on facebook Oh yeah, that too. Listen, I've seen one of my mates who um I'm not gonna sit there and watch it, but you could. <laughs> no, like well I'm I'm going where I'm going with this. One of my mates is a YouTube star slash Instagram influencer and when he hit twenty thousand subscribers on YouTube, he decided to thank every single one of them and counted to 
he counted from one to 20,000 in a video. It was quite, it was quite funny, to be honest. I didn't watch the whole thing because that's very long. Wow. But, I mean, yeah, yeah. you could do that with the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope you don't have enough time to count all those eggs. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's loads, that's only like starters. You can have many more things you could do. Um, I'm always surprised to see how creative people get around these holidays. Even just say International Women's Day last week, there was loads of things going around on social media. And it was just great to see people engage with each other and celebrate either Woman or Mother's Day, which was last weekend. It's it's just really great to see the engagement and how people get creative around these holidays. And for the second part of our show, the webinars, Forest Academy webinars. So we have one coming up on March 21st, and it's a special Irish Hair Federation webinar slash Forest Academy webinar. So it's on Salon GDPR again. So it's essentially that same one hour masterclass, but tailored for Irish Hair Federation. Uh, so that's with Connor Keppel from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. UK Irish time. And he'll go through understanding what GDPR is, how it affects your salon, the work involved in becoming compliant and the risk of not being compliant. What could that cost your salon? And then the other one coming up would be in April, but I'll mention it anyways, just because you really don't want to miss out on this one. It's the Forest Academy Become an Exceptional Leader with Valerie Del Forge, and that's her last webinar of the Salon Management series that she's been running for about six months with us. So it is it is something that you want to get onto. It's something, it's a topic that we just discussed on Forest FM recently with David Barnett. So leadership, she will go through ways to motivate your team to achieve targets and goals. And she'll talk about how to inspire staff to take ownership of their own roles. And she'll go through strategies uh, on how to become the leader that you always dreamed of being. So that's on April 11th. It's far away from now. Wednesday, April 11th from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. UK Irish time or 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. US Eastern time. And if you want to sign up to any of those, you as always, go onto our Facebook page in the event section, click on the event of your choice and uh, click get tickets. Events are free. As always, you just have to sign up and save your spot on the day. So that's it for us today. If you have any feedback, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes or on Stitcher. We're always looking for suggestions on how to improve the show. Otherwise, have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. <laughs>